praise the word, uh, Lord for the beautiful worship that we've had and for the beautiful blessed songs that we sung together and once again we have the privilege to uh, remind ourselves of his death and of his work on the cross prophecies. And every time I want to speak about the cross of Jesus, I don't know which portion to choose and which to leave out because there is such a uh, treasure. This book has been called the Book of Blood. And from page one to the end of the book, we see the sacrifice of Christ. Uh, even in the book of Revelation, when we enter heaven, we have something to do with the cross there also. Even then, the cross is not forgotten. Uh, there, probably, we will worshiping the sacrificial lamb of God that you paid and bought us with your blood. Therefore, the message of the cross is an eternal message and a magnificent message. Uh, and whatever that we need, whatever that we require, he has prepared it for us in his cross. Therefore, we need to know the cross better and better. And he, Brother Edward is going to talk about a particular dimension of the cross. Uh, we are going to um, study that Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected and that we also have to die and live again. Um, in five different times we die on the cross because of the enemy. Not only we remind ourselves of the death of cross, uh, Christ on the cross, but also our own dying on the cross. And this death is spiritual death. And we do need to die spiritually on the cross for like Jesus and there is no other way for us uh, 
in other words, for Brother Edward and every one of us, the only hope is when we see ourselves crucified with Jesus on the cross. Uh, forgive me for saying this but if you want to be good Christians you have to die first and there is no other way every one of us have to consider ourselves dead on the cross uh, I want us to meditate about this spiritual death It is not enough to say Jesus Christ died for us. But it is essential that we consider his death our own death as well. And in this way we can have a victorious life. Uh, the message of dying spirituality, the result of it is that we will have a victorious life. It does not mean that sin will be eradicated from our lives. But we will have dominant, dominance over the sin. What are the five enemies that we face? Uh, as brother Charles said bring your Bibles and follow with me from Galatians or if you haven't brought them pay attention four of the enemies have been mentioned in Galatians and one in um, Ephesians but we will touch on it briefly Uh, and I'm sure that you will remember that. Uh, the first enemy that we encounter and we die to it is our own self. Uh, Galatians 2 verse 20. Yes, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me the life I live in the body I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and give, gave himself for me Uh, so the first time that we die is for our own self on the cross and having done that we can say I have been crucified alongside of Jesus Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me and through me Uh, Moody, who was a famous preacher, says, my worst enemy is Moody, myself. And uh, Jesus Christ died on the cross so that he can deliver us from ourselves. Uh, Martin Luther, who had an uh, animosity with Pope, he said, he is not my enemy. I'm not in fear of him 
But I am scared of the Pope that lives within me. That is the Pope that is very powerful and troubles me. Uh, don't try to seek the difficulty outside of yourself. Uh, our difficulty exists within us. Uh, our problem is that we always find fault with somebody else, not within ourselves. Uh, one preacher said, and forgive me for saying this, that within every one of us, there lives a donkey. If we don't very quickly ride it, it will ride us. And so therefore we always have trouble from self within us. Uh, and the Bible calls it the old man. And when we become the new creation of the new birth, we are always struggling with the old man. And when we see ourselves truly crucified on the cross, then we put the old man beneath our feet. And when we forget that we have been crucified on the cross, and don't believe that we have been crucified with him, again and again the old man raises his ugly head. And the new man goes underneath. Therefore, we are obliged to keep the new man always well-nourished and strengthened. And the way of it is to consider the old man truly crucified. And by faith to know that when Jesus Christ died, I therefore have died. When this became a revelation to Watchman Nee, he used to declare in a loud voice to everybody, do you realize what's happened to me? I have died alongside of Jesus. I have been crucified with him. And when that fact became a revelation to him, then he realized what uh, new life and what victory means. Uh, and Apostle Paul very clearly says that we do know that the old man has died and it is under our feet. Uh, one believer was a bit uncertain what it meant to be um, crucified with Christ. Uh, he went to his pastor and said, please try and explain to me what this exactly means. Uh, the following day, the pastor had to participate in a burial. 
He said, come to church tomorrow and I will by example show you what it means to die to Christ. And before the uh, funeral service started, he took the man to the body. And he started saying a very nice thing and praising the dead man. And he said, now do you think the dead man is uh, proud now? Uh, did he absorb and accept all the praise that I gave him? The fellow answered, well, no, because he's dead. Now here to the second part of my... And this time he started saying very bad thing about the corpse. Started saying uh, gossipy things about it. And asked the question, do you think he felt injured from what I said, upset, or did he answer me back? He said, no, because he's dead. So you can see he didn't become proud and he didn't become, become hurt because he's dead. One of the examples of being dead to Christ is exactly that. We see that Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we can consider our old man dead on the cross also. The, uh, the second enemy that we die to is mentioned in Galatians sec- uh, 2. Which verse? 19. 90. Um, if I if I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. For through the law I died to the law so that I might live live for God. Three thirteen. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming cursed for us. So it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on, the, on a tree. Uh, so the second time that we die on the cross with Jesus is to be delivered from the law. Uh, people cannot become righteous by observing the law and rituals. Uh, laws and regulations cannot alter our lives. Through them, no one can have redemption and deliverance from sin. Of course, rules and regulations are good. The difficulty is not in them. But sadly, and unfortunately, we know that our character and personality does not change by applying those rules and regulations. 
this is an Armenian saying they were preaching to the wolf and the wolf said for goodness sake let me go the sheep are running away I want to chase them when the wolf has witnessed the flock of sheep no matter how much Bible you read over him he's a wolf he'll go and do what he has to do if a scorpion stings you it's not because you've done something but that is in its nature therefore our difficulty which is uh, in the old man will not change through the law uh, we have seen wherever rules and regulations were stronger a man was even more disobedient. Child psychologist. Yeah. Oh, other children he had uh, trained very well but his own children were very unruly and he was shocked he said with all my training and everything that I play I have not been able to control my own children and brother Edward's father who was an unbeliever for majority of his life <laughs> and his children turned out to be preachers <laughs> why? <laughs> they were not changed as, uh, um, his father's children were not changed because of the law there was no law in their home uh, we have to be delivered from all those uh, rules and regulations and laws that they try to bring us to Christ through them. And to see that Jesus Christ on the cross delivered us from the curse of the law. So that like Apostle Paul we can say I have died to the law. That doesn't mean that no law and order exists. But when at the time when we see ourselves crucified on the cross then through his spirit, his law and order comes in our heart and by his power we are able to apply it. Uh, St. Augustine said, love Christ and do whatever you want. Naturally, if you love Jesus Christ, then you will do anything that is uh, pleasing to him. Therefore we say the only time that we can put God's law into action is when we have seen ourselves crucified on the cross. Uh, this preacher, Indian preacher Singh was saying a man had held his arm out in India for such a long time. They do this there. Until it was 
wooden. Uh, why has your arm become wooden like this? I was stealing with this hand and whatever I did, I could not stop myself stealing. Uh, and my religion could not stop me from stealing. Uh, therefore, I decided to punish my arm. Uh, uh, I held it out like this so much that rigor set it. So that this hand cannot steal anymore. Say, so young man, don't you know that Jesus Christ went on the cross? His arms were pierced with the nails so that your hand will not become wooden. Why are you torturing yourself like this? All you have to do is to accept the death of Jesus Christ, then you will be delivered from your sins. He got so cross. He said, if this if I could move this hand, I would kill you with it. So his reply was, you have been delivered from the power of stealing, but you still want to kill. This is what the law does. Uh, since uh, Iran has become very, very Islamic and they are following Islamic rules, um, evil is more rampant there and people are further away from God than they were before. Our only hope is to understand and accept ourselves dead on the cross so that we can be delivered from the power of the law. Galatians 5.24 shows us our third enemy. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Therefore, we see that we are able to die on the cross to our desires and sinful passions. Uh, sadly, uh, society today is in bondage to their desires and their sins. If you ask somebody what does freedom mean, his reply will be do whatever you want. Do whatever that gives you pleasure. Do you call this freedom? Or is this bondage? People are in bondage to their passions and desires. It is so-called freedom, but in reality they are in bondage. We cannot be delivered from our passions and desires unless we see ourselves crucified on the cross with Jesus Christ. 
when we, we can visualize ourselves on the cross, then we can realize that we don't have the previous mentality. Uh, a young man confessed to Brother Edward that his eyes were not pure when he was walking down the street. And uh, his problem increased, particularly in the summer when women, women and girls were wearing revealing clothes. And he said, time and time again, I used to shut my eyes and hit this way and that way. Or if I uh, see a film that imparts it's very open, I start cursing myself and shut my eyes so that I don't see. Uh, but after Brother uh, Edward gave some sessions of counseling to this man, he realized it became a revelation to him that what does it mean to be crucified with Jesus? and was filled by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was someone who had an uh, unbecoming life with different women in his past. But it is some time now that he has understood what a holy life means and what a victorious life is. Why? Because he continuously sees himself on that point in the cross. Before he, he knew he was wrong and he was trying to do it in his own power. And he even confessed that his parents had washed their hands off him because of his behavior. And they had expelled him from their home because of his lifestyle. And he was bringing shame and embarrassment on the family. Uh, Brother Edward gave him an example. And as a result, he cried and cried. I don't want to make you cry. But through this example, I want you to realize that you can be delivered and uh, be set free from your passions and desires through his life. This is a true story. Um, a husband and wife had only one son. Um, and they had brought him up very nicely. And uh, sadly, when he became a teenager, he rebelled and he was living a very um, unbecoming life. And the parents were very brokenhearted because of the condition of their son. And no matter how much they tried to uh, counsel him, advise him, train him, he would not reform. And one day when he had reached the peak of his bad behavior, the parents said, if you want to continue like this, you can no longer live in this house. Because he was carrying on living badly in the very well the son said packed his suitcase I don't know I no longer want to live here I'm going 
He was their only offspring. The father was very sad. The mother even worse. The mother became sick because of this. Because uh, she was worried about him and she couldn't see him. Yeah, because of the stress she developed a heart condition and she had a stroke. Uh, her condition became so bad the doctor said that I cannot guarantee that she will live a long life. Please allow the son to come and visit the mother. Maybe that will bring some measure of healing. Uh, the father had no contact with the son. Didn't even know where the son was. Uh, they had broken relationship with one another. Finally, somehow he manages to find the son's telephone number and phones him. Uh, and in a very harsh way, he tells the son, your mom is in a very bad condition, come and visit She very much wants to see you. Because of the love of the uh, mother, the son arrives. The mother loved both her husband and her son. She didn't know what course of action to take. When the son arrives, the father turns his back to him. And the son turns his back to the father. Mother calls both of them. Takes the hand of the son and places it on her own heart. And puts the hand of the husband on the hand of the son. And she places her own hand on the hands of the two of them. And on her heart where there is spring of love and they remain like that for a few minutes and then her heart stops but with her own hand he was holding the other two hands very firmly when the father and the son realized that the mother sacrificed her love in order to bring the two of them together, they start crying, crying and embracing one another and they both confess their errors and from that moment on the son's life was turned upside down. And the father's relationship was reformed with the son. But a very heavy price had been paid for this. Do you not think this wasn't what Jesus did for us? We who could not observe the law. The father who could not deliver his son from his sinful ways and his passions. The love of the mother and the death of the mother revolutionized his life. How can anybody savor 
the cross of Jesus Christ and continue to live in their sinful passions. The only place that there is hope and deliverance for us from our sins and sexual wrong desires is at the foot of the cross. 6.14, the fourth enemy. Enemy that we have to die to it. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. The other difficulty that we have is the world around us. Many people call themselves Christians, but they are worldly Christians. What does it mean to be worldly Christians? It does not mean not to be a worldly Christian is to detach yourself and go and live like a hermit on top of a mountain, like a hermit. We can enjoy the good, honest things of this world and enjoy them. But worldly Christian is one who is so tightly attached to the world. He is one who feels very much at home with what the world has to offer. A worldly Christian is one who is very much like everyone else in the world. A worldly Christian is the one whose role models are people in the world rather than characters from the Bible. People like this do not seek the approval of God, but they seek approval of man. A worldly Christian is one who has the mentality and principles of the world and his units are the worldly units. Many people confess that they want to be true good Christians but the world does not or the people do not. My friends don't allow me. My colleagues don't allow me. My neighbors, my family don't allow me. They because I'm under the influence of them. And people like this, when they're amongst Christians, they become very good Christians. And when we, they are with unbelievers, they become exactly like them. Uh, so that they will not be ignored by them, they become like them. Uh, what is this? This is a form of bondage. What is the way of delivery How can we be delivered from the world? Uh, 
what does Apostle Paul say? Apostle Paul says, I consider myself dead on the cross. And I see the word like that. The cross of Jesus Christ is the partition point between us and the world. Even though we live in the world, we are not of this world. Uh, can we believe that we can be dead to the world? Uh, they're saying that in Romania when they were communists two, two uh, soldiers enter a live church with their guns uh, those who are unbelievers they can go our business is with the believers and they say this in a very authoritative harsh way the cowards immediately go out <laughs> the government spies follow the cowards but but a few believers who had put away the ways of the world and were seeing themselves cru crucified on the cross, they remained behind. They were carrying the cross and following Jesus. They did not fear death. They did not turn back to see who were the two people who were demanding this. Uh, when the hoi ploi go out <laughs> the ones who don't see themselves crucified leave the church uh, the crucified ones remain behind the two close the door put their guns down approach the believers and they say that we are believers like you by our action we really wanted to know who were the ones who were not believers and who can be up to no good through this uh, act they realized who the true believers were the one who is truly crucified on the cross of Jesus Christ finds the world very futile. Takes the good things of the world but is not part of the world. You cannot take your furniture, your bank account, your computer, your television to heaven with you. And they are means of living fairly comfortably in this world. But our kingdom is in heaven. And that is our purpose. At the end, Ephesians 2, 14 and 
իշխանություն ունեցողին այսինքն սատանային եւ ազատեն նրանց որ մահի վախով իրանց բոլոր կյանքի մեջ ծառաության մեջ բռնված էին Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 Since the children have flesh and blood he to shed in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death Ուրեմը Հիսուսը խաչի վրա սատանայի դիմացել մեզի խաչված համարից Jesus Christ considers us dead on the cross against the enemy in other words he has granted us victory over satan գիտեք որ առաջին մարգարեությունը որ սուրբ գրքի մեջ կար սա էր որ կնոջից մեկը կծնվի որ օցի գլուխը կճախճախի the first prophecy that has been written in the bible is this one that of woman someone will be born who will destroy the head of the serpent And the most victorious things that Jesus said on the cross that it is complete it's finished. And one night before he was crucified he said Satan has been condemned and thrown out. And truly he destroyed Satan on the cross. And he has transferred that victory to us. And it is written because of the price of the blood of the lamb we have victory over Satan. And Satan fears nothing as much as he fears Uh, the death of Jesus on the cross. Շատ վախենալի ֆիլմերը որ ցույց են տալիս վերջ տեսնում եք խաչով պետք է դեվերին եւ թշնամուն ապրել։ If you have seen spiritual films like this horror films like this you see that at the end in order to overcome Satan they show the cross. Even the unbelieving uh, filmmakers realize that there is no other way and in their film they produce the cross. And we see that Jesus Christ has provided victory for us on the cross. But I see sadly many Christians that they go about their life daily Satan will do this Satan will do that they live in fear of Satan and they don't bring out the name of Jesus Christ as often as they bring out the name of Satan day and night they are preoccupied and live in fear of now what is Satan going to do in our lives yes they are in fear Unfortunately instead of Satan fearing us we fear Satan. Why? Because we haven't fully grasped the victory on the cross that belongs to us. He was victorious on the cross and we are co-sharers of that victory. I asked a little child if uh, Satan knocks on your door what will you do? 
very clever child. Thought for a few minutes. I will send Jesus to open the door to Satan. Very good answer. When Satan sees Jesus, he will run away. The Bible teaches us the one that resides in us is much more powerful than the one that's in the world. Therefore, by faith, we have to know that on the cross we have been delivered from Satan. And if we live in that belief, we will have a very victorious life. Now and again, Satan will try, and maybe we'll gain little victories. But final victory is total victory is ours. Let us live in that victory. If we live in the light, darkness will disappear. Sadly, the world is suffering because of these five enemies. But praise the Lord, because of Jesus Christ, we are delivered and we have victory. What were they? Self. Our own old man, ourself. Second, the law. Third, the world. Uh, the passions and desires of the world. And, and the powers of darkness. All of these have been defeated by the cross of Jesus. Praise the Lord for the power of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord for the victory in cross. And this will happen when we consider ourselves and see ourselves crucified on the cross. Please stand up, let's praise him. For his powerful cross. We have to pray that we understand the meaning of cross better and more. Brother Edward's prayer and our, our prayer today should be that we don't appreciate and understand the cross as well as we should. We want to understand it, appreciate it better. And in this spirit, we want to approach the communion table. Praise you, Father, for the message of cross, for the power of the cross. For the victory of the cross. For the mighty arm that the cross represents us. Uh, praise you, Father, that by faith you crucified us with yourself on the cross. We are partakers of your death in the cross. And we consider ourselves dead against these five enemies. Uh, and we consider ourselves dead in your death. And because of that, we participate in this table. And we drink from your blood and we take from your body in remembrance to say that we participate in his blood and in his body and the power of his death lives in us 
Hai să oprim cu sunet programele și copilul Corona, colaborat cu din Hai să șată aceste lamineșe. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will allow every one of us deeply and truly to see participants of this death on the cross. I want us to remain in silent prayer. Uh, the Word of God teaches us let everyone analyze themselves before participating in the table. If we, if we have difficulty with any one of these five enemies, let us bring it to the foot of the cross. Um, if we have difficulty with our relationships with people who are in the world, we have already confessed that we have died to the world. Therefore, let us bring these difficult relationships at the foot of the cross. <coughs> Anyway, that the Holy Spirit is quickening our understanding where we are falling short. Let us confess it. Let us search ourselves in silence. <laughs>